Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ presents Revival with your host evangelist, Pastor Johnny O. Teaching and preaching God's holy word. Now let's learn God's holy word on Revival. What would it cost for you to know that we are living in the last days? What would you say if I came to you and told you that we are now living in the first seal? That the first seal of revelation has been opened. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and seal. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. This is Prophet Pastor Johnio. I'm going to show Synagogue Church of Jesus Christ and the body of Christ, the timeline of the prophetic, where we're at right now. For many, it's going to disturb you and be put you in a place of anger and concern and questioning. For others, it's going to be a, an epiphany, an awakening, a shock. I'm not here to debate anyone because the scriptures cannot be debated. I'm going to use only scripture on this one little portion I'm about to reveal. And I'm going to show you what the Lord spoke to me last night regarding the first seal, the white horse. Because the white horse is always accommodating to two figures. Every single time we mention the white seal, we talk about Jesus Christ. And every other time, it's the Antichrist. And the Holy Spirit was showing me that he is greater than all that. And he reveals all scripture because he wrote the scriptures. Because all these men, no matter who and where they wrote it, were inspired by the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 3.16 So, Let's dive right into it. The first seal. And he says very clearly, Look, look and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow. The word bow is B-O-W. And a crown was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. Now, from the surface of the scripture, reading verse 2, you would immediately attribute it to either Christ or an antichrist. Being that he masquerades as an angel of light, that's the antichrist, and Christ because he comes in a white horse, Revelation 19. But as the Holy Spirit, who had the authority and the, uh, the ability to work through these men through the anointing, And if I asked him and said, Holy Spirit, please speak to me. And he reveals all secrets and mysteries. He revealed to me that it's neither. And I said, okay. So we start breaking down the words. If you look at the word for bow, B-O-W, in the Greek, it's taxton. Taxton. The word taxton means a simple fabric. A simple fabric that means like a simple cloth and then a crown was given to him so this crown was given to him somebody else or organization gave him a crown they gave it to him okay 
and they gave him this crown, and he went conquering and to conquer. Now, the question is, could it be Christ? Well, Christ is a king of kings and the Lord of lords, and his crown, he comes with his crown in Revelation 19. We can read that uh, immediately here. Revelation 19. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to our Lord and God. For truth and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again they say, Hallelujah! Her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah! Then a voice came from the throne, saying, Praise our God, all you servants, and those who fear him, both small and great. And I heard it, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, as the sound of many thundering sayings, Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigns. And let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant. And that means that this is an angel that was talking to John. And for your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus Christ, worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, now he, we're going to read the part where everybody attributes thinks that he's the white horse. So he goes, Now I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on it was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judged and makes war. His eyes were like the flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now, out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of the Almighty God. And he has on his robe, on his thigh, a name written. So this is on the robe, on the thigh portion of this robe. He has a name written. And it says, King of kings and Lord of lords. And we'll stop there. Now let's go back. On Let's start from verse 11. We're in verse 19, 11 now. Verse 11 of chapter 19. Now I saw the heaven open, and behold, a white horse. So immediately, oh, it's the white seal, it's the white seal. But let's continue reading. And he who sat on it was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes wars. Amen. Praise God. His eyes were a flame of fire. So that means that there was a reflection of fire that you can see in his eyes. That's what that actually means. When you look at his eyes, you can see the flames of fire in his eyes because he's looking at destruction already. Get it? And pay attention to that. I want you to pay close attention to what I just said. When he comes, there's already destruction. So he's looking at fire everywhere, destruction everywhere, and it's reflecting off his eyes. So when you look at him, that's saying right there, his eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. Now, when we go back to Revelation 6, it was given a crown, not many crowns. So Revelation 6 is talking about a crown, a single crown. Here, Christ is holding many crowns. So that's a contradiction. So this cannot be Jesus Christ. Then we find out in the scriptures that many of the scholars try to say that the first seal is the Antichrist. Because the Antichrist comes masquerading as an angel of light. And he always pretends himself to be an angel. 
And an angel usually is a angel that has uh, that comes white or glistening like the, the sun and all these other attributes. But that's not right neither, because in none of the passages do you find Lucifer or Satan or the devil receiving a crown. And so that's not right. So now we have to go back to the scripture again and analyze what is the real true meaning of the first seal. What is he saying there? Now, let me give you the interpretation by the Holy Spirit, not by somebody. And there's a lot of scholars out there that write great books, a lot of scholars that are running great churches and mega churches. And I have to tell you guys, eh, you're all wrong. And I'm doing that just jokingly. I'm not doing that facetiously. I'm not doing that. I'm just joking. But this is no joke. I know some of you are going to say to me, and you know what? You're right. This isn't a joke. This is very serious scripture teaching on a subject that we need to be aware of and we need to be attentive to because guess what? We have just entered into the seals. The first one has been cracked open and I can prove it through the power of the Holy Spirit and scripture, not opinion or a prophetic dream that I received or no, no scripture. Okay. So let's go back to uh, the scripture. Okay. And we're going to look at the word bow. The word bow is toxin. Toxin is a simple fabric. And then in Spanish, the word corona, or excuse me, the word crown, let's say it properly. The word crown is corona, corona. And what we just went through in 2020 was the coronavirus, the corona, corona, coronavirus. And he was given to him. So this crown, this corona was given to him and he went to conquer and to conquering. And what did this virus do? They gave this virus out to this white horse. Now you're going to say, so what's the white horse? And I prayed about it. I said, Lord, what is the white horse? Because I need to know if it's not Jesus Christ and if it's not the Antichrist, who is this agent that's going around conquering and conquering? To conquer and to conquering. And God told me, it's a, a doctor. And I said, a, a doc that makes no sense. And then I said, no, it does make sense. A doctor wears a white, a white robe or whatever they call that garment that he wears, it's white. And then when you go back to the scripture, and we're going to do that now as I grab my Bible. And we go back to Revelations right here. I'm just turning there real quickly. And here we are, Revelation 6, and now I read it to you. And look and behold, a white horse, a doctor, and he who sat on it had a bow, a mask, simple fabric. He had a mask on. And coronavirus, corona, and corona was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. That's exactly what happened in 2020 and what's happening now. Now it's elevated to the next level, forcing people with uh, societal pressures and fear factors to take the vaccine, to kill something that was a biological agent sent by the elites and the oligarchies of the world to destroy us. They use pharmakia to kill us. And they're using pharmakia in these last days to bring fear and control to the world masses of the continents of the earth. And if you don't believe that, I'm going to show you some scripture right now. It's going to blow you away. But then before I go there, I want to just reiterate the first seal has been opened. And behold, a white robe, doctor, a white horse. And a white horse, a horse means that he travels afar. He's constantly moving. And doctors all over the world. Some of them are called the heroes of the world, and there are zeros because there are many other doctors that knew that their hospitals were empty and they were getting paid for it. They knew about this corona, this corona virus, this bacteria that was killing people in the beginning, and now it's just a common cold. And they're still trying to exaggerate the fear factor. So they became zeros, not heroes. Let's try to balance everything out, ladies and gentlemen. My church knows me. I don't play that. Don't try to manipulate my people. 
and telling me that the entire medical field are the superheroes of the earth today because many of them are demonic and, and zeros and they should turn in their licenses because of the manipulation that they did to destroy the communities and the churches and the governments of the world and align themselves with mammon which controlled them. Shame on you. You know who you are. But for the real heroes that are stepping up and telling everybody, do not take the vaccine and do not believe all the, the statistical numbers of this coronavirus. Because in 2019, 60,000 flu patients died and all of a sudden the flu was cured. There was not one that died of the flu in 2020 that was recorded. Everything's corona, 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 corona. So the first seal has been cracked open. And the elites use pharmakia. Wait, what are you talking about, pharmakia? I'll show you. Here we go. Revelation 18.23 The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. And the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were great men of the earth. For by your sorceries all the nations were deceived. Verse 24. And in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all who were slain on the earth. So Revelation 18.23 tells us a word called sorcery. And when we look at the Greek in sorcery, we find it's called pharmakia. Pharmakia in the Greek is very, very interesting because that same word is the word pharmacist or poisoner. It's also used as words for magician, which was one of the things that was taught back in the time of Pharaoh and other kings of antiquity, where these doctors were magicians, they were known as magicians and uh, sorcerers. And when you look back, the original here, I'm going there now, it tells you that it is witchcraft, sorcery, drugs, pharmacist. So how ironic that Revelation 18.23 says that the world or the nation was tricked by pharmacists. And these pharmaceutical companies right now that have immunity from lawsuits that are trying to push the vaccine right now to destroy you is just that. <laughs> so we're here. The first seal has been cracked open. Now, I want to give you a warning. Don't think that every seal is simultaneous. Right away that the first seal has been cracked open, the second one should happen instantaneously. Like it should happen within months or weeks. No one knows God's timing. It could take years before a second seal is open and it could be simultaneous that the second and third seal can be opened right away back to back because if a war does break out, I would imagine that the third seal, the black horse, would be open as well because of the results of the disaster, the fear factor, the commerce being impacted by uh, prices of gas and oil and all these other factors. So you would have the second and third seal simultane almost simultaneous. I want to use that word too because I got to be careful. I don't know exactly the length of how these seals would open instantaneously. But when you look at it, the second seal is the red horse. And the red horse is war. And then the third horse is scales. Unjust scales on food, products, and everything. So it's just very unjust. And that would be more of hyperinflation, inflation, um, just a disaster uh, of food shortages and famine and everything you can ever imagine. Those two seals. Now, it, you know, I gotta be, I'm, I'm going to reiterate. The first seal is open, but don't think it's back to back. Because right now, as you're listening to this podcast, Israel is going through a very dire time in there, being rocketed by Hamas and the Palestinian armies out there. And, uh, you know, the world is going against Israel, which is also scripture again, because the scripture says that the entire world goes against Israel at this time. Are we in the prophetic timeline there? Yes. 
but this is not a war. And some people are saying that the 1,260 days have passed, and this is exactly that. And then they used in this false prophet, Harold Camping. He's a false prophet that maybe he had it right 10 years ago. No, he don't have nothing right. He was manipulating his people, stealing their properties and their, and their wealth for his own gain. And that's so Harold Camping is a false prophet. And if you're using that gentleman's prophecies and his visions, shame on you. Let's move on. No, the first seal is just opened. We went through it in 2020. We are into it 2021. They're forcing vaccines now. And we know that these vaccines are very dangerous. And we're going to discuss that in a few minutes. And the second seal looks like it's looming, coming about, but it's not there yet. And now they have a peace a ceasefire right now. So that can't even be a part of the second seal. So second seal hasn't even begun to open. So there is a lapse. There's a time lapse. It's a, there's a waiting period. So we're waiting on that. But I believe that the second seal and the third will almost be simultaneous. And uh, they're, even the devils themselves, when they put out an, an evil, demonic uh, uh, animation, I would like to use that word, called iPet Go 2, even depicts that. Because they, their job, according to the scriptures and agreement with God, is that they have to divulge everything. That's the agreement that they have. They have to divulge everything to the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is supposed to receive, not just the body of Christ, but the entire world. Let me just be very very broad and specific. The entire world is supposed to receive what they're about to do. But because they are so evil, they do it backwards and sideways and with the cryptic stuff and hidden messages. But even then, they reveal that the second and third seal will be simultaneous all right so the first seal is open we're wide open we're living the first seal the second and third no one knows it could be years from now it could be months from now no one knows but we'll know because the holy spirit will reveal it to us all and then if you look at the 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 before i get into something very important which is uh, uh i'm going to read an article uh on the vaccines that was given by uh, a website called 444 the prophetic news um, I want to talk about the seals and I'm grabbing my Bible right now. And as I look at it, I want to give you a scenario. I'm not going to get in depth in it because I'm, I don't feel that the Lord is telling me to get in depth in it yet and to show you, but I want to break down something. The first seal we know is the doctors of the world with Corona and the bow in the hand. And that bow in the hand was a simple, simple fabric that they're wearing over their mouths and nose. So this is a guy wearing a mask, been given corona, and he's going conquering and conquer. That's happening now. The second seal is when you open the second seal, he heard the third living creature, a fiery red horse, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth. So this is war. Then simultaneously, which I believe is simultaneous, and he opened the third seal. And I heard a living creature, third living creature, saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales. So this is unjust. This is hyperinflation. This is this famine. And I heard in the midst four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for denarius and three quarts of barley for denarius and do not harm the oil and wine. So clearly this is hyperinflation, uh, famine. This is a huge recession upon a recession. Really bad. Very bad. Then the fourth seal. Now, the fourth seal is interesting because many say it's Islam because the horses, uh, according to the original codex, you have a white, you have a red, you have a black, but then all of a sudden it's a pale. It doesn't turn into a color. It's an emotion or a, um, yeah, it's basically it's an emotion. It's an emotion of sickness. It's pale, sickly. Then when you read it, let me read it so to give you the right context of what God reveals, not man, what God reveals. Because man wants to say this is Islam on the move. Number one, if it is Islam on the move, which I'm not going to discard away, then there's a problem. Because all of a sudden now, it's a sickly horse. It's because it says that. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed behind him. So this 
angel of death is riding this horse. This angel of death is riding the horse. So you're trying to tell me that um, somebody's going to be riding it from Islam is death, and Aedes will follow behind him, which means he's all So you, basically, you're saying he's symbolic, right? Okay, I got you. And the power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. So here, everyone says it's Islam on the move because if you look at all the Islamic flags, nearly 80 to 90% of them have green in them. And I told you again, I'm going to repeat myself. I don't discard that. I teach it as well. But since Corona, and now that we're in a new era of learning and research and everything, I'm going to give you a second, a duality possibility of this fourth seal. I believe that this is the result of the vaccines now taking the toll on one fourth of the earth. And if you look at it, when I, he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the four living creatures saying, come and see. So now I'm coming to look. And I looked and I and behold a pale horse. And the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades followed behind him, with him, actually followed with him. And the power was given to them over a fourth of the earth. So there's a fourth of the earth. So he's basically this horse is going to every continent on the planet. And I don't think every continent on the planet is going to allow Islam to come on in and, and ravish their people, unless it's a raging of a war, of course. To kill with the sword, the word sword, hmm, could that be the vaccination? With hunger, with death, that's famine. Why would they be hunger and death? Because we just released the black already. The black horse is already on the move. And he's already done his devastation. And then the beast of the earth. That's key. I've heard many scholars use the beast of the earth as an extraction of their diseases, of their viruses. And it was used as they, they converted it to be a weapon. They weaponized it. And now they use it against us. As they did with AIDS and SARS and all these other uh, disgusting and evil bacterias and viruses, the bubonic plague and everything uh, that has inundated. I'm not just saying that came out of a beast, so please quote me correctly. I'm just saying I'm using that as an example. The black plague back in the uh, 1500s around the time of uh, Nostradamus and all the other uh, people that was living at that time because Nostradamus, he tackled the black plague and he defeated it by... Um, with clean hygiene and, and, and just sanitizing properly with clean cleanliness. And so this is all occurring now. All right. So this is the back of the time. So now we're living this time. So the fourth seal can be possibly a duality. It could be, yes, it can be Islam. And I'm not discarding that because I do believe in that as well. I've done the research and it fits perfectly. But it could also be the result of the vaccine. And they continue to give the vaccine uh, to these improvised, these socialistic and communistic nations, and they're killing their people. They're just killing their people, and the people are now starting to drop like flies, including America. All these people that took the vaccine, let me give you a revelation. That was not of God. God never told you to take the vaccine. There's not a person on this earth or in social media said, I've prayed about it, and God said, take the vaccine because it was of him that he gave us this vaccine so that we would combat corona. No, that's not. That You were listening to the voice of the devil, clearly. Because God spoke to me that it was a poison. And many other ministries say it was also a poison. And that it was a judgment. And that your reliance on God fell away and you trusted man. Oh, I got to I gotta take this because Corona is going to get us and you're going to kill us. It's like going on the boat and Jesus is sleeping in the boat and the storms come and you ran to Jesus and you said, Lord, don't you care for us? We're going to perish. We're going to perish. We're going to all die. <laughs> and God says, ye of little faith, why are you fearful? I am in the boat with you. Corona's not going to touch you. Nothing's going to touch you. But yet you allowed the peer pressure and... Uh, the fact, the fear factor of family. You got to take it. You got to take it. You got to protect yourself. No, you don't have to do nothing. This is the prelude to the mark of the beast. If you took this vaccine this quickly, 
you will take the mark of the beast even faster. And if there are curses behind it, you better believe it. But let me not jump to conclusion. Let's stay on the fourth seal right now. So on the fourth seal, we look at that. The fifth seal. Uh, there's a story behind the fifth seal that I have to share with you. I was recording, and I'm still recording it, and I want to finish it, the revelations read by Johnny O. So uh, while I was recording, I got up to the fifth seal, and I was reading it, and all of a sudden, I got an epiphany. And I said, oh my goodness, this is the rapture. This is the rapture of the church. And when you read it, at first it sounds very scary. Let me read it, and then I'm going to explain it. And when, I, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar of the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who would be killed as they were, was completed. Now, when you read that, the first part is the dead in Christ. Now watch this. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar of the souls who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. They cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holding true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. They are already dead. These are people already underground. Their bodies are in the ground, and they're in the holding cells. I can say that confidently without uh, being unbiblical. And I thank you, Jesus, that you have taught this church and you have taught me the truth of the Word of God. They're in chambers in hell, not being tortured, being held. That's all they're doing. It's like a waiting period. And then God says that He's going to raise the dead in Christ. Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. So the dead in Christ will rise first. Is there any proof of that? Second Thessalonians, and we go there. Actually, let's go to First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. little beeping little thing is just telling me that we got to go to first Thessalonians chapter 4 and we read here and the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first that's verse 16 then it says then we who are alive remain I stop there the word remain all these pastors always skip over that word and they never want to touch on that word, remain. What does remain mean? It means exactly that, remain. We have to wait until our brethren that will be killed as they were would be completed. And I'll read that again. It says it right here. On the fifth seal, then the white robe was given to each of them. And it was said to them that they should rest a while, a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren would be killed as they were completed. This fifth seal is the completion of the rapture. So I'm not going to go any further than that because I'm going to I'm going to shock you. This fifth seal is the rapture. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then people are going to go crazy. They're going to go, what in the world? We're going to start seeing. You could also see a video called Ken Peters Saw the Tribulation. And you'll see that the dead in Christ rises and us, we don't go nowhere yet. Because 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses uh, 16 says that the Lord comes and he raises the dead first. And verse 17 says, Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So that's what how the rapture happens. The dead in Christ rises first. I'm pretty sure this is going to be during the first seal, okay, very soon. What day in the hour? I don't have a day in the hour on that. No one knows the day in the hour. We do know that the season is already before us. We know it. We can see it. It's a nightmare out here. 
So it can happen at any feast day. I got to be careful to say that because it's just that any day. It's within any feast day because it's all biblical. It can happen at first fruits or it can happen at Feast of Trumpets. And those are the only two that I believe is going to happen. It could happen in Day of Atonement, and stuff, whatever God wants it, but it's going to be a feast of the Lord. All right. So that's the fifth seal. And then you have First Thessalonians. But then you go somewhere else. <laughs> and I'm going to blow you away. You're going to be like, what in the world? There is something that is very, very revealing that is taught. It's called Ezekiel chapter 37 and the war of 38 and 39. Gog and Magog, which is 38 and 39. But no one wants to talk about 37. 37 is before 38 and 39. I'm going to give you a synopsis. The first seal we live in right now. Then the second seal is found in 38 and 39. And you go read 38 and 39 of Ezekiel, you'll find the second seal, which also culminates with the black seal, the third seal. And then when you read here, 37, you're reading about the dead bones coming alive. That is the dead in Christ rising first, Israel. They tried to say that this has everything to do with Israel and the date of Israel being birthed as a nation and blah, blah, blah. And let me tell you something. You, uh, it's a wonderful analogy. Praise the living God. And there is a possibility of duality. I say possibility of duality because when I was studying this, it's not that. This is not talking about the birth of Israel back in 1948, May 14th at 4.32 p.m. Yes, I memorized that. No, it's not talking about that. It's talking about the dead in Christ rising first. And the word Israel is very clear. It's embodied of the entire body of Christ, which is encompassing of those that died as martyrs for Christ and for the church that is just loves Jesus Christ, the Gentile church, Jew and Gentile. This is what it's all about. Okay, so the dead in Christ rising first. Then we who are alive and remain are going through a great revival. So read chapter 37 of Ezekiel and you'll get a true synopsis of what's going to be occurring. What did you say? You want to hear 37? You know what? I have chapter 37 right here. Let's play chapter 37 of Ezekiel so you can listen to the dead in Christ rising first. And then right after that, the second seal is open in 38 and 39 of Ezekiel 38. And it's called the war, the war of Gog and Magog. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? O oh, Lord God, you know. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, 
Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. I have to break in here because is that a state coming together? We didn't see bones and sinews and flesh and all these things happen as it is depicted here. This is a supernatural act. Yeah, uh, Pastor, you're telling me to take it literal? Yes. This is the dead in Christ rising first. Then we who are alive remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord in the air and thus we shall be with the Lord forever. This is the dead in Christ rising first. Listen to the way he says it. They didn't have breath. So I start prophesying that the dead in Christ will rise first. That's what I'm doing right now. My prophecy and prophesying that the dead in Christ will rise very soon in accordance to God's time and appointed prophetic time will fulfill the scripture of Ezekiel chapter 37 which is within the context of the first seal. Then the second seal, Ezekiel 38 and 39, will come to pass. So you can see that it's not talking about a nation. It's actually talking about an, a, an prophetic event about to occur called the dead in Christ rising first. Ezekiel 37 is the dead in Christ rising first. And then after that, the second seal will be wide open. Now, let's continue to listen. I'm going to play back that part a little bit because I loved it. And then we're going to continue listening to the rest of it. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? Oh, Lord God, you know. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. Did you hear that? He said slain, that they may live, that were slain, that they may live, he says. Now, you go to the fifth seal, and he said the fifth seal are hoping... And those who have been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. You see it? The connection? Fifth seal says, and it says, And I saw the souls and the altar of souls of those who have been slain. He just said the word slain. Did you hear it? This is a connection. Ezekiel 37 is the dead in Christ rising first. God bless you guys that teach that it's the birth of Israel. I love you and I will not argue with that. But that's not this. 37 is about the dead in Christ rising first. Let's continue. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy, and say to them, 
Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it. Wasn't that exactly what happened to Simon's sons when he, they were resurrected, when Christ died on the cross? They both were resurrected. They went into Jerusalem, and they pro were prophesying about heaven and hell. And they were teaching it. And the disciples came later. You read that in the Gospel of Nicodemus. Isn't that exactly what we just learned? And now you know. And now even Ken Peters talked about the dead in Christ rising. And then the fifth seal talks about them rising too. And that they have to rest a little while. Everything is biblical. They're going to go to Israel. Testify. Show people who they are. People are going to go crazy. They couldn't believe that their dead ones, their loved ones are alive. Then they're going to see them go straight up into heaven and wait for a time. And I could show you that seal as well. That's the seventh seal that they're going to be waiting. And there'll be silence in heaven for half an hour. But let's continue listening to this to its completion. And then we'll get right back to biblical prophetic scripture. As for you, son of man, take a stick for yourself and write on it, for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write on it, for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companions. Then join them one to another for yourself into one stick, and they will become one in your hand. And when the children of your people speak to you, saying, Will you not show us what you mean by these? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Surely I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel, his companions, and I will join them with it, with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they will be one in my hand. This is absolutely spectacular. The stick of Joseph, and he's talking about the Gentiles joining hands because he uses the word Israel. So it's not only the Gentiles, but the Israelis as well that love Jesus Christ. This is the house of Israel. And then he separates Judah, Judea, Judah, which is the, the Jews, Jews. I've always believed that the Jew, everybody always believes that everybody that's born Hebrew, and because when God, when God came to Moses, he said, go get my people. And when Moses went before Pharaoh, he said, let the Hebrews go. Some of the translations said, let Israel go. But that's not incorrect. It was let the Hebrews go. So the, my people are Hebrews. And you have a choice to be to follow Judaism or you can follow Christianity. Because Christianity, ladies and gentlemen, was birthed in Israel. I am sorry to tell you, it's not the Jewish state. It's the Jewish Christian state. Let's get it right. So based on that, you see, and right now what you just heard was the promise of the one new man. Oh, that's revival. And the one new man of God putting his, the Gentiles and also the Jews together to be the one new man, which is written in Romans. Hallelujah. Oh, it's, oh, it's awesome when you, get, when you get to hear the word of God come together and you realize the plan of everything just coming to fruition in God's perfect plan in his his ultimate salvation uh, for humanity in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm so happy. Praise the living God. Let's continue listening. Woo! It's awesome. And the sticks on which you write will be in your hand before their eyes. Then say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Surely I will take the children of Israel from among the nations wherever they have gone and will gather them from every side and bring them into their own land. And I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel, 
and one king shall be king over them all. They shall no longer be two nations, nor shall they ever be divided into two kingdoms again. They shall not defile themselves anymore with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions. But I will deliver them from all their dwelling places in which they have sinned, and will cleanse them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. Then they shall dwell in the land that I have given to Jacob, my servant, where your fathers dwelt, and they shall dwell there, they, their children, and their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them, and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them. I will establish them and multiply them, and I will set my sanctuary in their midst forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Indeed, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The nations also will know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forevermore. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, How saying, long? How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who would be killed as they were, was completed. So now you can see how the fifth seal and Ezekiel 37 and 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 16 through 18 all fit together, showing you that we are now going to enter into the second seal that God has prepared for his people. Now, when you heard the fifth seal that there had to be their brothers killed as they were was completed, what are we talking about? Well, the revival will start for a short amount of weeks. Then after that, we get nuked and we get killed. And you can read that in the sixth seal. Listen to this. I looked when he opened the sixth seal. And behold, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figures when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. That's a depiction of a mushroom cloud, and every island was displaced and everything of that nature, that's what it's describing is a nuclear bomb. This is a nuclear bomb striking the earth and uh, we go home. Now, I want to let you know that uh, the moment that this thing is coming and it's about to touch the ground to ignite, we go home. We, we don't feel no pain. So don't panic about that. But the sixth seal clearly is, uh, you know, the fulfillment of the fifth seal. So let's continue and listen to the rest. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? Who is able to stand? That's pretty scary because those that are left behind will be killed. Others will be uh, alive and suffer. I really truly believe that by that time, eternity will be unleashed 
and scriptures that talk about people wanting to kill themselves and they can't uh, is going to be fulfilled within scripture. Um, it's just going to be a terrible time. Tribulation already has opened because we're in the seals and the tribulation is about to begin uh, or has already begun if you want to take it within context, if you want to include the seals. And then Thomas Horn talked about a time that he had a vision because he uh, prophesied correctly of the retirement of the Pope. And then God gave him a vision of Apophis about to strike, which was now confirmed by NASA on 2029, April 13th, Friday the 13th. And he had a very vivid uh, uh, vision about what was happening, the screaming and the yelling. And that will be found in Ezekiel chapter 8. And when the four first trumpets, all four trumpets, trumpet four, number one, two, three, and four, uh, if you talk to a uh, scientist regarding uh, an asteroid impact, he told Thomas Horn, what you're reading there is incorrect. That's the, uh, the stages of an incoming asteroid or comet that's going to hit the Earth. And uh, Thomas Horn shared that uh, in his books and stuff, which I invite you to go read and, and support his ministry. And basically, he, uh, when you read the four, uh, first trumpet, second trumpet, third trumpet, and the fourth trumpet, it clearly is the stages of Apophis uh, about to hit the earth. And the seventh seal is exactly what the fifth seal was told uh, to the saints that have been slain, that Ezekiel 37 collaborates as well as 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 16 through 18 collaborates. Where he tells them you got to wait a little while. Well, is there more scripture that teaches that and collaborates it? Absolutely. Reading from the chapter 8, verse 1, we see, And when he opened the seventh seal, the final seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Now the trumpets are about to be released. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there was noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. I hope that you enjoyed this journey through the seals in Revelations. And I hope by using scripture, not my opinion, and through the prophetic gift that God gave me, you can see that we are most profoundly within the first seal. Um, when is Satan going to return? I don't know. Could it be soon? Possibly. When is Ezekiel chapter 37, 38, 39 going to happen? I don't know. Is it going to be soon? Possibly. So, like I told you, the seals are not simultaneous. They don't happen back to back. They happen within the duration of the accordance to God's prophetic timing and his ordinances. But I can tell you, we have very little time. They're pushing vaccinations and they're trying to use fear factors and social pressures to try to get us to take this vaccine. And I'm telling you right now, do not do it. Do not take it. Trust God for your salvation and for your health. I thank you for listening to this wonderful podcast of the Welcome to the First Seal 2021, because we are now in the midst of it. God has revealed to you a timeline. And of course, it's not etched in stone. It's according to God's will and the way he does his openings, how he opens the seals. It's God that's opening. Jesus is the one that's opening it. And the doctors right now, with the simple fabric, and the corona is jabbing the people and continuously, uh, you know, spreading this evil and this plague. But trust God because you're in the blood of Jesus Christ. That's an analogy that you're in the body of Christ. You're under the blood because you're in him. 
with him and you're becoming like him. And he's coming with a huge plan. Revival's around the corner. Thank you for your support. Please keep your tithes and your offerings coming. And to all the members, keep looking up. Jesus Christ is coming soon. Prophet Pastor Johnny O, God bless. <laughs>